Well, guess what? We're doing a podcast. Should we? Do we need to plug what? in the iPad? Plug it in for battery's sake. Hey, we got a new light today, just in case you you're, guys uh, notice that. What the light? How much handsome, more handsome we look. I this feel- is the Monday Master Chris Cote and Todd Richards. We want to give a special shout out to Chris Cantori. He's, he's our, right there. He's our technical. See, he's right there. We technical just, prowess today. We just had a we just had a power meeting, huh? Yeah. We learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we learned a lot. Uh, Cantori is going to help us take the next step. He's our manager, and now he's level. the IT department too. So it's great here <laughs> he's at the, Monday Mass. He's he's an enthusiast and also an investor. I'm uh, not in just an investor. I'm a client. Yeah. Well, we are we are live. This is the Monday Mass. Uh, we're live on YouTube, and we're not. You're not listening to this live on audio too. We have a lot to talk about. Yeah, Cantori, we love you. Goodbye. Here, yeah. See you later. Uh, you know, yeah. Oh my gosh! Did you guys hear that? Different show. Ha- Name everything. Wow. Perfect. Yeah. We're gonna. We're. Re- there's so much coming down the line. The Monday Mass. Yes. That's you right. Can, you guys can learn more about that on youonline.com. Hey. Youonline.com. See you later, Cantori. Have fun storming the That's castle. A legend right there. All right, so we're doing a podcast. Yeah. Uh, it uh, today it's is twenty third. You inform me. Monday, January twenty third. Yesterday, I told three people happy Saturday on a Sunday. Is it really twelve forty? I don't know. That's late. Well, let's get. It's, you know what? Actually, we got to get to our first guest before before Wait, whoa, he whoa, goes whoa. somewhere. We I'm already just, have. We've get, dude. We have to. We didn't even sponsor drop. I know that could just take. Okay, forever. you okay, call you know him. What? You, do the you, drop. you call him. I'll do the sponsor drop while you're getting him on the phone. Well, he, he's ready for it. So now mountain your high, mark gets set. Go mountain at Mountain High, high Snow, mountain the closest high mountain snow. to San Diego. You want to get your snowboard jollies in? Head up to Mountain High. Yep. They're fantastic. At K two snowboarding. K two what? Oh, go ahead. My level's bad. No, you're good. K two snowboarding. They've been in the business forever. Yeah. Uh, if you want to have a good snowboard under your feet, why not consider K two snowboards? They're pretty cool. At K two dot snowboarding. At Pedal Electric. At Pedal, Pedal Dot electric. electric, those are electric bicycles. They got two motors, one in the front, one in the back. What else do they have? I don't know. Buy one and find out for yourself. Bachan's, Bachan's. Japanese barbecue sauce at Try Bachan's. New nozzle, same great taste. Squirt it on your <laughs> shit. Herschel Supply Co. at Herschel Supply. You know what? There was a guy yesterday trying to save a backpack from drowning at Waimea. Why? Because it was a Herschel Why, backpack. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Beneath Apparel, at BN3TH Apparel, not only the greatest underwear on the planet, but also can be used as a face mask because Chris Cote forgot his neck gaiter, didn't want to get sunburned, so he strapped some Beneath Apparel on his face. That was amazing. It worked perfectly. Guess what? They work like a neck gaiter as well. Bubs Naturals, at At Bubs Naturals. Naturals. Chris's hair is coming in. Sneak peek. Panic and Coffee and Tea, at Panic and Coffee and Tea. I am jacked up on caffeine right now because of... Panic and coffee and tea at Nanocraft CBD at Nanocraft CBD on Instagram. Nanocraft, do you want to have some of that great CBD everyone's been talking about? I well, do. Nanocraft has been in the business now for quite some time. They have the chops. They provide some of the best quality CBD we products the on the planet. At pure. Shh. Sorry, go ahead. At Pure Prescriptions. Oh, thank you for the perfect immune. Perfect immune. <laughs> they don't know what we're doing. Do you have a <laughs> failing immune system? Well, at Perfect Immune will help you okay. get it back on track. You can't just survive on Twinkies and coffee. Yep. You need to have some greens and also Perfect Immune because God knows 
There's yeah. a lot of shit that's trying to kill you out there, Hansen's. like the cordyceps virus. We'll oh my talk God. about that in nerd news at Hanson Surfboards. This is Hansen frantic. Hanson Surfboards is a place where you can get wetsuits, you can get snowboard sunglasses, rentals, snowboard we'll rentals, you can get your board wax, you can buy boots, bindings, everything you possibly want at Hanson oh Surfboards. God, I'm getting seasick. At DieCutStickers.com, this ship is definitely sinking. At DieCutStickers.com, do you want stickers made of your mom's face? Well, there's only one place you can do it at diecutstickers.com. Do you like Todd's sponsor read? Answer in the comments below. You do. We're just trying to get to our first sponsor. I mean, our first guest. Camp Shred's coming too, March 4th Camp Shred, it's the ultimate get-together. At one time before the pandemic, TSOL played there. I remember that. Well, we're just going to start Surf News presented by Hanson Surfboards with our special guest. I can't believe we got this guy. Hello. I can't believe we got him. Who That's is it? That's right. It's the one and only Pete Mel, oh, a.k.a. Wow. The Condor, a.k.a. a multi-time Eddie invitee and competitor just a few days ago. Pete Mel, oh my God, you were on my TV dropping into giant ass waves. Wait, you did you did the Eddie yesterday? Were you not watching? I watched Todd? people like almost drown on the beach. He was in the water. <laughs> Tell us all about oh, it, Pete. Guys. Yes, it was. Uh, it happened again. The seventh time I've actually surfed in it after being invited for 26 years. Oh, my wow. God. <laughs> How's that? So in 26 <laughs> years, the Eddies run seven times. Yes. Wow. And you've been that's at every one. That's, in, that's incredible. So how, how big was this one? The last time I experienced an Eddie was, I believe, it was 2010 when it was pretty damn big. How, how, was, yep. how did this compare to that? <laughs> Well, I think the last biggest one was 2016, the year that John John won. Okay. I was there. Okay. Yeah. And and that one was massive, and I didn't know if that one was ever going to get topped, and this one topped it. Wow. There, there was there was eight heats, right? I mean, no, two for no ten heats, and in every single one of the heats, there was a closeout set. <laughs> oh my god! Everyone had to deal with it. <laughs> that is insane. A couple times over, and that's you know the bay is, the, and then when it's closing out, it's it's wild. It's scary. You know, you're sitting on the beach. People are getting washed around. Dogs were getting pulled off the beach. <laughs> it was crazy. So, Absolutely crazy. With 50,000 people watching, the atmosphere was like no other. There's no other event, serving event, that is that is like that one. Now, I've, I've, I've heard multiple big, true claims like that. Surfing Super Bowl, uh, biggest, best, most consistent, and scariest Eddie ever. Uh, and we did have that false start last week when you and I were together. So it was so awesome to have this thing go. Uh, tell us just kind of like the, the, the brief overview of the day. I imagine you show up in the dark 4 or 5 a.m. And then, and then what happens? Like what, what do the competitors do differently in the Eddie than in, you know, the Pipe Masters or your local NSSA event? Well, it's a challenge to get a park, right? So we, I, I went and met with Jamie Mitchell, who lives at Sunset Beach, and that's probably, what, a mile and a half away, two miles max, right? Um, and we were there at 5.30, driving there, dark, and there were people walking from his house at Sunset Beach. Parked, parked all the way back. Wow. Parked at Sunset Beach, walking from Sunset Beach. There was a wash-through at the um, Sunset uh, river right there, like washed through up onto the road, which I had never seen before. A wash through that came through it off the wall, through the off the wall right away. So there's sand crossing the street at Cam Highway 
from the off the wall right away. Oof. I don't know how it got through the right away and got through. And then there was a rock piled one. And uh, by the time we got to Foodland, which is a good, what, 500 meters away, we were dead stop. Right. And we couldn't get anywhere. We were contemplating parking the car right there and walking. We were like, how are we going to get there? But we had all of our boards. We couldn't walk with all that stuff. So we just sat for 45 minutes and watched. And people watched. Oh <laughs> there was Whoa. just floods of people coming from every direction to go down there in the dark. Coolers. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Hey, what I Pete, what I want to know. Hawaiian Burning Man. What I want to know is, you know, you've you've gone over the falls and taken some beatings on some of the gnarliest waves on the planet. How does how does going over the falls or getting caught inside at Waimea compare to, you know, say some of your other endeavors? Mavericks. Yeah. Jaws. I did everything I possibly could yesterday to stay away from that scenario. And I, and I kind of came unscathed. I, I got very lucky. I had a couple of um, some dousings, but I literally, I made the three waves I rode and I didn't have to deal with, um, I didn't have to deal with a, a, an over the falls. Although I watched some of the most radical stuff ever in comparison wise, it is just, I mean, anytime you're, you're going over the falls on a wave that big, you're, you're dealing with a, a beating of a lifetime. It's crazy. Oh it's scary. And you don't want to do it, so I do everything I can not to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, we we stayed in California. We were so scared. Yeah, I didn't want <laughs> we it. stayed in Encinitas. So you're you're out in the water, and I imagine what you what you had said about a closeout set coming in every heat. To me, that is the scariest scenario in surfing. You're waiting for a wave. You look out the horizon. It goes black. You probably saw that five or six times yesterday. So yeah, um, absolutely. How do you how do you manage the fear and and what to you is What's what's the scariest part to you? I'm scared of everything out there, but what about you and you know the Eddie crew? What what are the scary things that you dealt with through the day? I think I mean you have to like if you want to ride waves and you see the dark lines, you have to hold your ground. You, it, every nerve in your body wants you to paddle out to see as fast as you possibly can, but you do that and you're going to miss a ton of waves. You're not going to ride waves. You're not going to get scores, which is what it's about. He's riding a couple waves and getting some scores, so you have to hold your ground, and that's the nervous thing, right? Is waiting, and you just don't know when the swell was peaking. It was peaking in the middle of the day, and there had already been closeout sets in the very early morning, which wasn't even the peak of the swell. So your anticipation is, is there's just going to be this, you know, 50 foot set going to come from nowhere and, and nothing you can do. So you're always having to try and think that that's going to happen. And that's why it's so scary because you just don't know. Um, and every set looks like it's going to do it. Oh <laughs> Literally every set you're like, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh, this is the one It's going to come and kill us. And you, you somehow you have to hold your ground and you've got other you know, competitors that are running for the hills and then there's some that are hanging. So you kind of have to make your call and, and hope it's the right one. But I guess the worst case scenario would be is if you paddle for one of the first or second waves of the set and then you miss it and you've got this a closeout set behind it and there's maybe five or six waves in the set and it blows you into the bay and then all of a sudden you're going towards the rocks. Oh God. That's the scariest scenario, right? I mean, and it, it could happen really quickly where you get pushed in and then you're going into the jump rock corner where there's no escape and you're hoping that the Hawaiian Water Patrol is going to be there and see everything that happens and, and grab you. Wild. Wild. Yikes. Uh, loved the waves you rode. One in particular that's making the rounds via social media is one you shared with Shane Dorian. Yep. And the look of just joy in both your guys' faces at the end of that wave <laughs> with that high five. Like, wh- what was that like? Uh, you know, it- 
I've, I've watched it now 10 times, but I can't imagine experiencing that, living that. Yeah, I mean, the, the Eddies are kind of about that, right? I mean, yes, it's competition. Yes, you want to win. But ultimately, it's it's sharing the day with the collective energy of the crowd and the and the energy of the waves and, and the competitors. So when you have that moment, you get to share it. And both of us were just, you know, toenails, get to the bottom and make it. And once we got there, it's just this adrenaline dump. And, you know, like, you can't help it. I mean, it would be great if you actually had his uh, GoPro with our volume. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were both screaming <laughs> at the top of our lungs. It was awesome. Oh, you can tell. Really you can was. basically hear the screams. Now, uh, before we get to the eventual winner, which is an incredible story in itself, uh, from your vantage point out in the water, who were some of the surfers uh, that, that got you fired up that maybe necessarily didn't win, but won the hearts and minds of the people watching? Um, I would have to say Kiala Kenley and all of the women, actually. Justine yeah. Dupont. I mean, I got to surf my second round heat with both Justine and Kiala. And Kiala um, was about as brave as anyone. I mean, she would just go straight into the pit and go for any big wave that came her way. No shame at all. Um, you know, and she took one of the worst wipeouts I, I witnessed uh, the whole day in my heats. And she came up laughing and kicking her feet, coming right back out there again. Oh so God. she blew my mind. <laughs> that was that <laughs> reminded me of the the famous uh, flea wipeout. Yeah, the free sure. fall. But maybe even I mean, there's lots of them. I mean, Twiggy did his. He had one. Uh, Cole Christensen had some that were pretty wild. But uh, Kiala, I think she took she took the cake. Hey, Pete, how do you get, okay, so when you're done and your heat's over, like, how do you get in? Because that shore break <laughs> is no freaking joke. That's scary. Uh, I, I waved my hand and said, hey, Hawaiian Water Patrol, can I get a ride in? <laughs> That's so the easiest way. If you know the right people, you can yeah. get in. Wow. Um, okay, and so the event. Or you ride away with the end of the heat and then go into the shore break while the crowd's just telling you, God, oh, oh my God. You to go to the shore break. And luckily, I didn't have that situation happen to me, so I didn't have to deal with that. Oh, my <laughs> God. So we had, uh, well, we had Billy Kemper, we had John John, and then we had probably, I, I, I feel like this is a storybook kind of finish. You had an on duty lifeguard who is just, I mean, I've, I've watched this kid uh, in like, you know, the Vulcan Pipe Pros, a gnarly, incredible, obviously very talented surfer. But the fact that he's an on-duty lifeguard, came in as an alternate, and won the whole thing. Shepardson. I mean, you tell no, us about this So well-deserved. I mean, you couldn't ask for, you know, I, I'm a fan of underdogs, you know, and that was one of those kind of underdog stories. A guy who, who you know, really sponsorless, um, you know, he is working in the city and county um, as a lifeguard at the Bay. It is a great storybook, and it, and the thing about it is, it's storybook. But the reality is, is that he deserved he deserved it. He he rode the biggest waves. He was fearless. He made all of his drops, and um, it was pretty much hands down. Luke Shepardson was the guy. He he was chosen that day by Eddie um, to get the waves and the opportunities, and he did not look back. He went down the face and uh, deservedly so won it. And it's it's a great storybook ending so awesome so rad. and now that like this was i mean this was superseding nfl football playoffs in a lot of places in the world it was a huge huge day for surfing looking back i mean was that the best eddie ever and can it get any better than that i don't know that it can get any better um you know what i'll, I'll keep paying attention to it because i know that he, there's always the next time but um that was that was tops i mean if you're thinking about a, an eddie where Every single surfer had the opportunity to win the event by getting waves sent their way. That was it. 
like literally every single heat people were running from waves, you know, like I had plenty of waves that I looked at and went, ah, no thanks. You know, like, and you know, they could have been, you look for the ones that are like the green lights, but if you want to win an eddy, you have to be able to do those, the yellow lights and risk the yellow lights. Mm-hmm. Obviously you want to stay away from the red light, but those, you know, if you're going to win an eddy, you got to risk it. You know, another one that was really great was Zeke Lau. I mean, Zeke oh Lau my gosh. hooked himself mangled. over yeah. some massive ones, <laughs> ate, ate a lot of, um, yeah, he ate it a lot and also made a lot. I mean, and so he would, that was the kind of surfing he had to do in order to get yourself into that top 10 was just this high risk, um, you know, a couple of yellow lights you make. Sometimes you don't and get a ticket. Oh, my God. What's it, uh, what's <laughs> it look like? Attacks. What's it look like out there now? Has the swell really come down since yesterday? Should we it's, come um, it's still pumping. I'm actually, I'm home. I made it home last night. Oh, I whoa. red-eyed it all the way back home. Just, um, you know, back into my own bed and then um, probably more tomorrow because Mavericks is going to be on tomorrow. Oh, oh boy. man! All right. Well, stay safe, wow. Pete. We, <laughs> You're we telling need, him to stay safe. We need reports. He doesn't know what that I even know, means. I know. I know. All right. We love you, Pete. We're happy. Yeah, I love that you guys too. So proud. Just proud. Proud to know you. Proud of you. And can't wait to see what happens. Quite frankly, next. can't believe you actually answered the phone. But that's well. It's because I called. Oh, if you oh, called, okay. he wouldn't yeah, answer. Monday mass. Why yeah. wouldn't I want to be on it's the best action sports show that's on right. a podcast? Absolutely. Pete, we love you. All right. Talk soon. Okay, guys. Bye. Bye. Wow. So that was insane. I watched. A lot of it, I mean, it's it's funny because you, you, when it first came on, it was like, big drop, big drop. Yeah. And you're like, all right, well, what else? But then it just, that never got old. Well, it just kept getting gnarlier and gnarlier. Also, I feel like the, the webcast maybe didn't give it the scale. Yeah. Well, and it's an independent event. So that was a last minute webcast. Well, what I'm saying is like the camera angles, the straight on camera angles, don't do it justice. I think Leo um, Fioravanti had, there's that, the house with the the big bell. I don't know. There's like a church or something on the corner. There's a, yeah, there's a church tower. Yeah, the church yeah, tower. tower. I think Leo was shooting from that, that little uh, point that's right there. And then you could really see how giant. You know what? It was. That's my, my friend, Kathy's house. It's the furthest house out on the corner. Yeah, where the bell is. And well, the bell is across the street okay. up on the hill. So this house is like the sickest little OG North Shore house you've ever seen. And you're actually looking like your ground level almost looks like you're underneath the waves and you're looking out over at it. Mm-hmm. That's where John John, all those guys are hanging out. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. Like the eight, because so what had happened, right? So back in the day when it was Quicksilver, huge production, Red Bull, you know, everything comes in. This year, it's just the iCal family running it. Yeah, like running. I gun. love. I think mm-hmm. that's just awesome. Surfline came in, and they've been doing their uh, those live stream episodes that that yeah, they they've been showing. Turn on the cam at pipe or whatever. Yeah. So thankfully, we had Kaipo and the crew in the in the, on the call. And Rocky. And Rocky, Rocky was in the booth and, too. And uh, Isaiah, and basically. You know, it was is Wild West style <laughs> broadcast, but I think for for what they had, it was or I mean for any broadcast, yeah, it was, it was insane mm-hmm. all day long. Uh, and what a fun, you know, I know you don't like football, but real, what a rad day to just have the laptop on with the Eddie football on the big screen, your phone to talk shit with your friends about what's going on throughout the day. Well, it was an awesome day, and just I mean this morning. The washthroughs up onto the beach oh, have yeah. been making the rounds no on on every like you know kook, like kook slams kook of the day you know any of these various Instagram accounts where people are just getting ruined. I liked it when when you have a 
an obviously very serious lifeguard who has probably been doing it for 20 plus years Tells telling you, you get the frick hey, off you, the beach get back and you're thinking well he's not talking to me because right. i know what i'm doing and i have my cooler and my white claws are cold and i'm gonna have a great day yeah and then your shit gets swept out into the ocean. A lot. Well, I'm surprised no one, I'm surprised no one died. To well, be there was. Honest. From what I read this morning, there was 103 rescues that day in and around the area. So while people, you know, may they probably get dragged off the beach into the shore. It's just you don't want to. But be it's like any, yeah. it's so hard because if I was on the sand, mm-hmm. I would. You know, I think you and I would know. Like, okay, I can stand here. This is fine, but. It's like I want to get the the good seats. So yeah. You keep moving forward and forward, and then your baby gets I, swept out I, into the ocean. I only experienced the eddy once, and it was in I think it was in 2010. And it the house we were staying in got evacuated because of high surf, and it was. What board did you ride? Oh, I I rode the bench. Five ten. Yeah, I was okay. five ten. Um, Sick. But it was so flipping big, and I can't even imagine this being bigger. Yeah, I did the I I did the broadcast for the eddy in 2016. Still to this day, probably the most prestigious event that I've ever worked. I mean, the Olympics, yeah. <laughs> as you know. Yeah. But anyway, and that to me was like apocalypse now. I've never seen anything like that with the jet skis coming in and just the vibe on the beach. So for the consensus to be that this was the biggest, gnarliest, mm-hmm. just wildest Eddie ever, that's got to be pretty amazing. So, Crazy. uh Congratulations to all the surfers that 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 pulled it and the event crew. I mean, this is a grassroots event. This is like, you know, this is this is like a bunch of players getting together and just putting on a Super Bowl. Yeah, but it's it's probably the most prestigious event in all of surf. Yeah, and it's funny because we're. I feel like as surf fans, if we put our surf fans hat on. There's a certain amount of jadedness that we have when you see events like. Cape Fear, you know, you see Mavericks breaking, you watch the the events at Nazare and Jaws, and you're like, okay, well, it can't get any bigger and scarier than that. But there's a certain level of, like you said, prestige that goes along with the storyline with, you know, the the name, just Eddie Aikau, that makes this event larger than life. Mm-hmm. And it, every wave was, every wave was an amazing show. And I do agree with Pete about Kiala Kennelly. And it was, it was leading up to it, she had posted something on social media where she was uh, just feeling, you know, just, it was kind of like she presented it as a mental health check and she was struggling. So for her to come through as, you know, an all around hero of the day, just amazing. Yeah. So wild. Uh, other North Shore news, the, the backdoor shootout winners were eventually announced. So basically they had to put everything on pause to make sure Kalad yeah. Grace was okay. Uh, he's better than okay. He got third place in the backdoor shootout, and he got to he he got to go home, so he's on the mend. Uh, congratulations, Benji Brand, Ivan Florence, Goofy Footers, Ivan, Goofy Footers, and Ivan Florence putting in all the work out there, obviously paying off. What a what an insane, uh, what an insane event that was. And Team Snapped Four got the win. So big. Big things happening on the North Shore, Todd. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big things happening. Big things happening here in San Diego too. Um, this was this was a crazy story from last oh, Friday. Yeah. So Todd set the scene. Todd's on on the beach. No nope. blacks on I'm, his towel, nude. I'm nude. <laughs> He's nude. He's just starting to rub that sunblock in. Yeah, on his chest. Do people really? Let's just say on his chest. Is it still really nude down there? I 
supposedly the guy filming did a pan over and he showed his shadow and you could see his dong. Shut up. It's not true. But um, unbelievably, we saw 150,000 cubic yards of rock sliding, basically exploding off the mm. bluff. You watched the video, Todd. I mean, that is that is scary. I haven't seen that much rock moved in San Diego since high school. Oh. Damn. Dude. People smoking crack at your high school? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> so what happened was, uh, and, and to me, the unbelievable part of this is I've, see, I've actually seen a rock slide, obviously not this big, but over here. And it was almost like a mist of smoke came up as the first couple rocks came down. Mm. And then the big show, which I think that's what happened here. We're talking about a bluff that is, how high is that? Five, five hundred, six hundred feet. Yeah, it's feet? a, it's a, it's a, a cliff essentially. It's a cliff. Yeah. For for all intents and purposes, Todd, it's a cliff. Uh, it was it was crazy. I'm surprised no one got hurt. It was the largest bluff failure in 40 years. Wow. We haven't had bluff failures like that in 30, 40 years. Yeah. So thank God, no one was injured. It was right. It's right in the middle. So you have, so basically, Black's Beach. You go down the trail. There's multiple ways to get there, but the main trail access, you go down there. You go left if you're going to go surf. You go right if you want to show the, the world your dong or your breasts, the male and female nudity down there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was right in the middle. And so surfers and nude people uh, on either side of this crazy rock slide. Scary. Scary. So now let's get to fun news. Okay. Toasted. Is a brand new film featuring one of the best young female surfers to ever surf on a surfboard, Kate, Katie Simmers. Toasted. She not only is, is the star of the film by name and by action, but she also edited it. Wow. Picked the songs, did the whole thing, directed it, edited it, stabbed just dropped it right now, and it's insane. Katie Simmers is going to be a multiple-time world champ if she wants to be. If she wants to make videos like this and go the Dane Reynolds route, she can do that. She can do anything she wants. She's that good. Cool. Like, I, I've never seen a 15-year-old girl. I've never seen a 15-year-old boy. I've never seen a 15-year-old surf this good. It's that's insane. Sick. That's really cool. So that's out now. You got to check that out. Um, we're also looking at uh, the Billabong Pro coming up. So that's basically end of this month, right? Billabong Pipe Pro is coming up in about a week, week and a half. And Stab actually did a uh, a, a story about who who they thought of the rookie class was going to make the cut, the mid year cut. So we're going to do that here. We're just going to do. We're going to see. Well, we're going to look at Stab, and we're going to do everything they do. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like a podcast about Stab. No, this is a so this is a fun exercise, and I really like their answers. I believe it was Mikey and Stace two stabbers that did this, but let's talk about the the men's rookies, how they're going to do a pipe. And then do you think they're going to make the cut? Rio Ida? Yes. Yes. He's going to make the cut. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think his obvious weaknesses are going to be pipe and sunset, but I've seen him surf sunset. He's good enough. Mm-hmm. He's good enough to get it through a few heats. I think he is going to make the cut. Maxime Hushino. Mm, maybe Maxine. <laughs> Maxine. Maybe. Uh, you know what? Yeah, probably. Okay. And, it, you know, you also have Ramsey Buchheim on here, too. Yeah. And, and he might have just got injured. The, really? 
uh, ankle thing. We don't know. We don't speculate. But he did have. He, we he can was, speculate. He came on in here. limping. I think it was a. It was an emotional ankle injury. Oh, it's emotional. Right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well. Oh, so Maxime Huchino. I, I'm on the fence there. I love Maxime. Great surfer. But does he have the flash that it takes to stay in the top fifteen? Don't know. Ramsey probably. He's really good at pipe. He's a hammer at back uh, at sunset. Those two events set him up perfectly going to Australia and Portugal. Ian Gentile, incredible at pipe. Yeah. Amazing at sunset. Let me ask you this. Do you like do you like the new dates of um of pipe and sunset? Yeah. Do you, do you like it? I like starting there. I mean, Personally, I, I would I mean, prefer not, to not end the, there. Not the starting. I'm just saying, like, do you like it that oh, it's time happening? Frame? Yeah, time frame in end of January, beginning of February. Do you like that time frame better? Yeah. I think you have – we've had this unprecedented run of great waves on the North Shore when usually it's pretty, like – I don't know. In, in the past few years, the Vulcan Pipe Pro always scored the best waves yeah. in February. Yeah. So that's all been switched. But you're kind of looking back at January – Backdoor Shootout was one of the best contests ever held at Pipeline. You had Waimea going. You've mm-hmm. had multiple swells at Nazare. I just don't think you can count on dates ever in these in these in these crazy times. Um, are, we, are they still challenging, or are they crazy now? Uh, wild, okay, wild these times. wild times. So I was actually having this conversation with a friend, Sketchy Tank, and I said, "Are you are you are you bored with Pipeline? We've seen so we saw." You know, the Vans Pipe Masters, we saw the Backdoor Shootout, every, you know, I watch all the vlogs, so This Is Living, Nathan Florence, etc. I've seen a lot of Pipeline, and we were talking about, are we desensitized to it now? But I think the difference between those events and what happens on the championship tour, Slater, Gabriel Medina, Mm -hmm. Italo, John John, the names are different. The names are the elite, not not just the elite at Pipeline, but the elite in the world. So I think that adds a new element to it. See, I used it to, depends on the waves, obviously, I mean, I, too. I, obviously, I think a lot of people kind of miss the, it came down to Pipeline right. for a world, you know, for yeah. a world champ. So that's that's the one thing that I miss. It, it's great that it's starting there. It's great that it's in a different window because you can possibly get cleaner conditions and better waves, but you just kind of lose that, like that crazy finale. excitement, yeah, the finale. Yeah. Which I I do like the WSL Rip Curl Final Five. I think that's fun, but um, yeah, I, I could I could yeah. take both. Uh, last last one more one more thing on the rookies coming up. Katie Simmers will be coming on. She's she's gonna she's gonna do well at both those waves, pipe and sunset. Uh, Liam O'Brien, he's back for revenge. He was injured an hour before his rookie year started on the championship tour. Excited to have him back. And this is a, a bummer story, but also a great story. Sophie McCullough qualified in the last second of her last heat on the Challenger Series, but she just got injured. That means her spot is going to Encinitas local Alyssa Spencer. Wow. So Very cool. Uh, bummer for Sophie, but amazing for Alyssa. And for Encinitas, home of the Monday Mass, we'll be cheering for Alyssa, no doubt. That comes in a few weeks, so stay tuned. We'll be talking more about that. Uh, we did lose a big wave pioneer, an absolute icon of our sport, Pat Curran, father to Tom and Joe Curran. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was this is a guy people cite as kind of you know you had Mickey Dora, P- 
Pat Curran, you know, kind of like it, he's in there with names like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys shaped early big guns, surf Waimea, you know, in, in the early in the early days of surfing Waimea, and just kind of that like elusive icon. And I yeah, saw him like, at Stone Steps a couple times. Yeah, there's always right be like you know. I saw Pat Curran today. Yeah. You know, that yeah. kind of stuff around town here. Mythic. Mm-hmm. A mythic type of person. Uh, Frankie Harar is probably the most barreled mom on the planet. Uh, her, Bethany Hamilton, um, I would say they're the two most barreled moms on the in, on the planet. Frankie has a new video out that we should all watch. It sounds like it's amazing. I haven't seen it yet. Cool. But I'm very excited. Uh, I mean, surf news is... is surf, surf has been going off surf's been going off. surf's been great news and in practice um did you surf in the sewage spill no i actually uh i waited on purpose right but now we're dealing with this crazy king tide and we've had a lot of our sand go bye bye here no sand no sand in san diego there's no i don't know where it went but it's like you used to not be able to spell san diego without sand but now we have no sand so it's just diego yes it's Diego. Diego. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of exposed reef and weirdness yeah. and yeah, I mean it'll eventually come back cuz that's what that's what, what it does, but it is crazy to go to the beach in San Diego right now on some of these crazy low tides and see what you're surfing over yeah. because I'm, it looks like another planet. I I'm I'm only going to surf in sewer swells from Sweet. now on. The last two two of my best sessions of the month have have been during the sewage spill swells, oh. and I was by myself. And Just I was, it was great. Old sewage, Chris. I was surfing down here, down the coast a little bit during the sewage spill. Just me and Rob Machado. Wow. And Rob doesn't care about sewage. No, it, gets, it, it does get in his hair. That's what his hair's like that because of sewage. But I was wondering if the sewage that I ingested is going to make me one of the last of us. Well, poop soup. We'll talk about that. In uh, you got you didn't I? You news. got excited. I love it. Hey, let's do snowboard news next because I feel like there's more snowboard news than skate news. Well, I mean, we can just talk about skate news. Okay, right? go. Um I I had this thought when I watched the new Real Skateboards video. Skate news is brought to you by Beneath Apparel. That's it's true. underwear that it's works true. as a face mask. Um If you don't pay attention, every single week to skateboarding and to new skateboarding videos that come out, mm. there's a good chance that in with, within six to eight months, you're not going to know any names of any of the really good That's pretty much how it is now. Skaters. I just, I'm like, I like that guy. Okay, so two great things. I'm going to, four great things about the new Real video. Do they use names? There's names on the oh, screen. Thank you so much. God. Real skateboards. Thank names you. on the screen. You know exactly who you're watching. And you're going to be watching Gage Boyle. I don't think any relation to Bod Boyle. You're also going to be watching Tanner Van Vark and Patrick Preman. 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 You say Preman. I say Preman. The video is amazing. Ashad, Zion, the whole real crew came through and made it. This is a great, a great video to watch. And I, I'm just, I'm so happy that the names are on the screen. Mm-hmm. The skating's so good, but the, the names are better. Bring back the names. The best part of this video Make is names, the names on cool the screen. Make names cool again. Because I don't know what Gage Boyle looks like or Patrick Pram. You will know what Tanner Van Vark looks like because he wears a hat and he has like huge curly hair coming out the bottom. And he's on fire. Yeah. Tanner Knapper uh, was lighting, he lit himself on fire and bombed hills. <laughs> he also bombed hills on the Gons circle board, which he ate shit on. Uh, I, I personally, and this is maybe just because I'm a dad, I don't, I don't like when people light themselves on fire. We had a friend, Danny, 
do it for a YouTube skit, burned the shit out of his body. Really? Was like messed up for a year. Fuck. Because he lit himself on fire. So don't play with fire. There's many other ways to get your jollies on a skateboard. Mm -hmm. um, but play with Terry Napper's built different. He's the dude that bombs the hills like on all the. Uh, Leap of Faith doc on Jenkum is amazing. I had no idea there was another skater that tried it, Richard King. So Jamie Thomas tried Kinda it. Kind of recently. Yeah, this is a really good good watch because it's um, Grant Britton, Jamie Thomas, they're talking about it. They go to the Leap of Faith. They're looking at it, measuring it. Uh, a couple months after Jamie did it, Richard King, local, or I think he's from Texas, I don't know, stair trucker, did it, broke the shit out of his leg. <laughs> Gnarly video. Broke the one shit. of those like broke, broke the shit out of his leg. I broke my leg, and it's just like waggling. Yeah. Um, so that was skate news. Uh, snow news is brought to you by. K2 oh wait, no, there's, there's one more skate got... news. Tony Hawk was on Saturday Night Live this weekend. I, you know what? I why didn't I write that? I don't know. That's a big thing. There's a always big want to talk. thing. Anytime Tony does something, we want to talk about it on the show. It's just funny because it's like it never. What was it, his part? Uh, they had the like. Uh, like they're picking the Jeopardy. No, it, it was the same. It was the same guy who was like the Jeopardy host. They were picking Miss America, and it had like the two dudes from like Home Hunters and then Tony Hawk. And there's this whole skit based on. I don't know if you saw the video. I'm of, gonna watch it tonight of with the, my new gift that Cantoria got me. Shout of, out of the. There's like a not Miss America, the Miss Universe. Okay, whatever the fuck it is, like the main the that weird pageant. The baby comic. pageant, not the baby pageant. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways it's like toddlers and tiaras they're like i'm rio de janeiro and they get to this the woman from france she's like france and she like screams it and tony like tony did a um his the skit was like a parody of that and it, it didn't make sense to me until someone pointed it out to me okay but tony but anyways, hawk is tony hawk saturday night live oh and aubrey plaza who i love was the host i don't know who that is She's oh, she's from, uh, from White Lotus. White Lotus. Okay. Yeah, we yeah, love Audrey, right. Aubrey Plaza. We love the Plaza. She's in Parks and Recreation as well. We love the Plaza. All right. Well, that was... Uh, snowboarding news is brought to you by K2 Snowboards. And I got to th say thank you to K2 Snowboards because not only did I ride my new K2 board, but also my sons both rode their K2 boards uh, this weekend on Saturday at Mountain High. I'm going to give you my Mountain High report since they are a friend and sponsor of the show. Go they ahead. They hooked up the passes. Um, I knew I was crazy for going on a Saturday. I knew it was going to be crowded. Yep. Beautiful bluebird day, cold enough. Um, I went with myself and my two sons with two of their homies. So it was mm -hmm. me plus four. And s from here to there to the bottom of the hill, two hours, mm -hmm. mellow. The traffic got kind of like it only got crazy when we got to the parking lot area. And I feel like it was mo a lot of people up there were just like, sledding yeah and hanging out yeah snow play because when we got on the hill it was mellow we didn't wait any more than five or ten minutes in a lift line mm -hmm. and we had you know we had a bunch of runs to ourselves it was hard pack but groomed did it get slushy so at all fun. did it get um, slushy we left it around one mm -hmm. probably just starting to soften um, up but yeah it's it been just, cold here yeah it was just, just a really easy fun day Rad. Thank you, Mountain High, for hosting us. It's that was, really that was close. Super rad. It's Mountain High. Is, is we should go together one, one, Whoa, one day. Well, I have a thing when that I may include you on. <laughs> You're busy that day? I, I think I'm busy that day. You're busy for the rest of the winter. Hey, check it out. So this is what we've got in snow news. Yeah. Um, Chris, did you ever want to go on a helicopter with Travis Rice? 
absolutely. Well, guess what? The natural selection has <gasps> has something called duels, which is it's it's okay. the verses. That that means two people. Two people. Yeah. They go conquer a piece of terrain. It could be Travis Rice against Red Gerard, etc., okay. etc. Well, you can get on that helicopter with Travis Rice. I can. If you have enough money. Is but, it is it like going to space at Elon Musk? Kind of. I think it's a na- it's like the that, natural that selection level? is offering people the chance to pay for heli lifts with Travis Rice Hell uh, yeah. for duels. But Hella yeah. Heli yeah. They haven't really said how much it is, so fifty if, grand? If you're asking, you can't afford it. Well, we have enough sponsors to where they could all chip in I mean, a couple three or f- three thirty to thirty to forty thousand each. True. Um also, we had the Locks open. Locks, Switzerland. In Sassafe. It was not in Sassafe. Where was it? It was in Locks. Where's Sassafe? That's in is, Switzerland as well. It is. But it's close to Locks. I right. was like in the wheelhouse. Yeah. Sure. Whatever you say. This is a big event, right? So it's a big event. Um, the slope style went down, but the half pipe did not. Because of the weather? Because of weather. The half okay. pipe was scheduled to happen at night. Weather came in, kind of put a damper on things. They had to go with... Um, uh, the rankings from f- whatever qualifiers into the finals, but that wasn't the story. I know the, the story, story was Kaishu, dude, Hirano, and Val Giselli. Show show the people this. To, this I video. can't. All I have his names, oh, but it was basically uh, Val and Kaishu putting on a big air demo for all the fans that came out that evening on, I believe it was Saturday night, who came to see the half pipe finals. Val did a frontside air that was probably 24 feet high, and Kaishu was right behind right him. Right here. Uh, that, right? Dude, yes. It is so bananas. Um, gigantic, gigantic. Do you guys have, do you have Instagram? Frontside airs, backside air. I can't, like, it's just the fact that. that How high were those airs? Va- it's like 24, 25 feet out. Jesus. Val doing, a, Val doing a frontside air that big is the craziest thing ever. I can see, a, like, a backside air. I can wrap my brain around how that would feel. But yeah. for a front sayer like that is just crazy. So, giant shout outs to those two um, youngsters for pushing the pushing the envelope and putting on a demo for the people that were probably disappointed right. that the contest wasn't going to go. But we do have winners in slope style: Zoe and Marks Cleveland. Yeah. So uh, did you say that Zoe Sadowski Senate won for the women? Marcus Cleveland won for the men. Of course, they put on demos uh, of crazy snowboarding antics. What are the hot tricks? Because I remember a couple no, years ago, it was like... It's all the same shit. Switch yeah, but people were 12, doing rewinds and cool stuff. No, that shit's out. Really? Judges cool stuff's out. To, judges don't know how to score that shit. Okay, cool stuff's out. Cool stuff's out. Just do, do the... Spin. The, yeah. Just spin, grab melon, and grab stalefish simultaneously, and do... You know, it's called the prison grab. Prison grab? Yeah, because you're grabbing your ankles... Our friend Chris Grenier calls it a boot grab. Well, it could be. You could be grabbing both your boots, and that's a whole other set There's of There's a bowl, song bowl of wax. Tool about that grab. What's it called? Prison grab. What's Their song is called Prison Sex, but I think it's more referring to snowboard grab than actual right. sex. Right. Okay. Where um, were we? We were. Okay, so do you remember that video that I posted a couple months ago of the guy doing slashes in a half pipe that kind of like was weaving its way through the woods and looked really cool? Yeah, a lot like of a people wave. asking, thanks right. for the update. Who is it? Where is it? How can I see who it? Gi- who gives a shit now? That shit was in Japan. Guess what? What? Uh, Park City Resort pipe shaper and park groomer Eric Rosenwald has put 
together a pipe dream. No. It's a mini half pipe that snakes in all different directions. Come on. There's like a spine. There's a hip going into this other thing. It's incredible. I believe it's going to open up pretty soon, maybe this week. He's putting the finishing touches on it, but Eric um, sent me some early videos of it. And dude... Is it rideable by all levels? Yes. Even Chris Snote? Yes. Sick. It's It's guaranteed to be wonderful, but good luck getting up on uh, Park City Mountain Resort now that Sundance is happening this week because... Oh, the stars are there. The stars yeah. are out. Yeah. Um, Chris. Yeah. When you think of the U.S. snowboard team, okay, would you think a Italian soccer clothing company should be outfitting them? <laughs> we we talked about we this, did. and I'm I, I but I'm back. I, I'm back. I don't know. I don't, I'm back. I, whoever's got money, but don't you think that a the U.S. snowboard team should have a U.S. clothing sponsor? Oh, America first. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Wrap your brains around that care. one. The U.S. Ski and Snowboard team is outfitted by an Italian soccer yeah, but company. It's probably, the gear is probably made in, in China or... I don't care what you say. The, the shit is whack. Or so, it's made in Vietnam or something, just like I'm sure any American company would be... I would like... Chris, did you know that New England finally got some snow this season? My son was head-to-toe Quicksilver snowboarding gear, and I didn't even know about it. And I looked over, and I thought, Todd Richards would be proud of this kid. Head-to-toe Quicksilver. And you wear Quicksilver snowboarding I do. stuff. I do. Proudly out of Huntington What about Beach, the California. East Coast? Uh, New England finally got snow. It has been the one of the most miserable, mild winters the East Coast has had in a very long time. But they finally got some snow snow this weekend you think snow about it way. though because in the news buffalo new york oh we got seventy thousand inches of snow i was watching the football game in buffalo and it was yeah, snowing but unfortunately that's called lake effect and that doesn't oh. really that doesn't really spread into new england to the ski resorts but they finally got some natural snow so they blow snow they make snow over they there? make a lot of snow yeah there. um and how do you make what, what is snow made out of uh it's water mainly and air i have a feel-good story hold on I'm loving Todd's got notes, you guys. This is like I'm trying to I'm trying to be stepping efficient. it up, you guys. Guys, uh, anyone that is listening to this podcast or do watching live, fans. do we have a Karua rep or someone that knows a Karua rep here in, in the personal US? Todd Richards news? After the episode last week, I went home and yeah. did a video review I watched of it. my Karua Auto one fifty seven. And these are the shoes from Brazil. That's, that's Karayuma. Oh, sorry. Okay. So I love this board. Okay. And my biggest takeaway from it was that I, I needed it to be a little bit more snappy, a little energetic. Okay. Everyone is saying that you need to try the Plus series. Oh. I want to try the Plus series. Who do we know? Who do... I'm using... I thought you were going to try to... I'm using... I thought you were going to get a K2 board. I, but out. this is... I'm going to be doing all kinds of reviews. Oh, okay. I want to get... I help, help me help you. What'd you say? What? What'd I sneezed. Oh, that was a uh, snowboard what? news. I and... have more news. I've got good news. Okay. I've got good, happy, cheerful Chloe Kim news. Chloe Kim. Chloe Kim. What is goat. she? What's she doing? She's a half pipe goat. Anyways, so there was a report coming out of Mammoth Mountain on a windy, blustery, kind of sketchy day. There was a young kid, uh, twelve or thirteen or something, mm. having some trouble. Mm-hmm. 
kept eating crap mm. down going down the hill. Uh, unknown figure comes out of the woods, snowboards up, gives an impromptu quick lesson. The kid is just blowing it, not getting it. So this person, this hero, mm-hmm. put the kid on her back and snowboarded down the mountain, holding the kid and the kid's board. And guess who it was? Chloe, Chloe Kim. Kim. And she didn't do it for some kind of sponsor stunt. She did it out of the kindness of her heart. Cool. It just happened to get caught on camera. So our hero of by, the week by TMZ is Chloe Kim. And I like I, I like when people you know what? we actually got asked on this podcast, somebody and now I, I feel bad for not remembering because this was actually mm. one of the most effective questions, comments I've ever heard on this podcast. What? Is somebody asked somebody said to their kids every day, who did you help today? Mm-hmm. And I love that. And so I love when people help people. And I love that Chloe Kim did that. So. I like that too. I think that's cool. Nerd News brought to us by Pure Prescriptions. And oh it's official. Boy. I am on the Last of Us bandwagon. Hardcore. Dude. Hardcore. It's good. I'm talking last night, late night. Everyone's asleep. S- episode two. Noise canceling headphones. In bed. Under the sheets. Oh my God. I don't know how much we want to give away. Because I'm sure people are catching up. But Dude, what the, the fuck ga- are those new things? Oh, the... The clickers? <laughs> see, see all these people that have never played the game, you don't know what clickers no. are. No, okay, so, and I did watch, because I want to be informed a little bit better, I did watch a couple uh, breakdowns of the show. Mm-hmm. So, The Last of Us, and just, I'm going to give you my okay. amateur perspective. Okay. The Last of Us is based on a very successful video game series called The Last of Us. And now that I'm watching the show and looking at the video of the game, it's They're pretty doing much exact. Ex- there's tweaks one, to the story. One to but- one. There's been a couple of tweaks in the story because Neil Druckmann is a freaking genius. Oh, total Druckmann production. Yeah. I mean, come on. But anyways, he, he wrote the game, directed the game, and he's also... Last last night's episode was his directorial debut. With, he did a great job. With live action. But... There are one-for-one scene recreations from the game. The building. It looks insane. Yeah. It's They're doing such a phenomenal job, and it's so rare that you get one medium and you bring that across to another medium. I don't think and I've ever seen it. Not like this. Not like to the point where it's like people that really were fans of the game are like, they're stuck. holy shit, you yeah. guys are killing it. What other, is it, what other games have become movies? There's kind of... Doom, I mean, Tomb Raider. Doom, Tomb Raider, freaking Sonic, the Hedgehog, Sonic. Mario. Okay, yeah, so a lot. There's a lot. Halo. There's been a whole bunch of like, you know, t- series and stuff, but this is the first one. And I, I'll definitely credit it to the guy that wrote Chernobyl. I mean, directed Chernobyl because you need a good director to bring this to life. And right. the whole... The whole thing about the last of us when when i initially first played it was like i'm and it was weird because you know my wife has a has a view on me and my nerdy activities in the garage like well, I'm, I'm the fucking door you lock the door so she doesn't have a view but i just remember finishing that game oh and you were crying and and wanting to like talk to somebody about it because it's it's like you're you're playing this piece, you're playing this piece of media i just that it, it's hot getting in getting in bed like honey i gotta talk to you about something she's like oh my god no what? i'm and serious you're like, it's like i just played this video all game. i can say <laughs> is that if you for, for the first time people that are, are that are jumping on the last of us bandwagon now with the series you don't know what's coming so should i go back and play the game i i mean i definitely it's, i heard it's really hard it's not hard at all. It's just you gotta have patience to sit through the 
So there's there's it's a, a it's different a great, types it's a of great games, right? Story. It's just a, it's an act, like if you if you're looking for if you want to play a really good action a gory action adventure. Have you ever played game, Fortnite? <laughs> oh my god! Just I don't know. You there, right. there's this this first game encompasses The Last of Us, and there was a DLC called Left Behind, and it's it kind of there's been a lot of filling in in the series, like that whole thing in Indonesia where she was like. You know, this is Discovered where this is where it, it started, yeah. and it started like it's mushrooms and the flower, and the flower is like what you know spread across the world because Indonesia is like the like one of the flower processing um, oh, capitals at of the, the flower planet. plant. You know, so it's like spoiler alert. This kind of stuff kind of fills in the blanks. Um, it's freaking awesome. I can't I can't wait to see what's coming and how they're going to do because there's some there's some shit in this show that's going to make you your in, head fucking spin. In short, this show is way better than House of Dragons. This is. show is uh one of the it's better than Walking Dead for sure. Um just just already only with two episodes in, it's the best to me it's like the best zombie slash Easily, because um, it's not—it's not, even like, it's like not the about zombies, the zombies. You were right; they're you, just there. Yeah, you said that last last episode of the Monday Mass, the other best zombie show. Um, that it, the zombies like twenty five percent. Yeah, but when they come, it's scary. And I like the clicker. Yeah, that was. I was scared. They were on. It I almost that. turned it off. I was like, I I, I got to turn it off. But then right. I powered through. And I wet the bed. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. So you've got something written down that's really cool here. Um, Pedro Pascal, in the past ten years, yeah. hasn't been in a show that's been rated less right. than ninety-three percent on Rotten this, Tomatoes. Right? Yeah, it's fucked up. And it, it and right when right when I read this, I'm like, oh, yeah, this dude's like the best actor of our generation. He was in Narcos. He was in The Mandalorian. Yep. He's in Game of Thrones, yep. and now he's in The Last of Us. And he's I think he was in was he in Sicario? Too um, in Canto. No, it's a Encanto. Was he in what? Disney's Encanto? Are you just making shit up? No, Pedro um, Pascal is a national treasure. He's a national treasure. A global treasure. I, in other media news, I watched Pin, um, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio this weekend. Oh, the, yeah? The animated movie. Wood? Yeah, it's weird. It's it's so del Toro. It's, it's long. I mean, it's so del it's Toro. Just, it's, it's classic del Toro. It's classic del Toro. All the way Toro. through. But my wife was telling me, yeah. and I didn't know this, but... Their uh, Pinocchio was actually um, Nazi propaganda what? from Italy because it's 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 all about it's crazy. There's all these there's all this stuff about Pinocchio and what Pinocchio like like what it represented, and it was fascist Mussolini. Okay, the whole growing of the nose thing is supposed to be like a, a thing against. It's very anti-Semitic. Oh, and wow. there's all this shit that she was telling me that she had read over, before or after you watched. Way it? after, well, after we watched it, but she had oh. she told me that yeah, she had read stuff about how how it was really it was um, so why, why fascist you, propaganda yeah. from from Italy. Well, the story I, I of Pinocchio. Like that, Disney took it back and made it their own. So maybe that's a case of. Taking something evil and making it good. Although that movie, the original Pinocchio, mm. is fucking terrifying. Yeah, and also Walt Disney was kind of a Nazi. Um, we're going to move on from that so to other stuff. Nothing having to do with the penis. What? 
Sorry, I was thinking about your Pinocchio. penis grows when you lie. Um, so <laughs> hey, if you use Todd's Netflix password, probably not good anymore. They're gonna, they're cracking down, dude. They've been saying they're gonna crack down on this for so they're long, mean it and now. they haven't really cracked yet. It's kind of like that real ID. They just keep kicking the can down the road like three years. I'm just saying. Did you get you a real ID? Sharing your do you have a real ID? No. Do you, do you ever see that thing in the in the yeah. airport? You're so not going to be able to. You're not going to be able to go yeah. on this plane. I have a passport. They just moved it to 2026. Now. I have a passport and a California driver's license and a global entry card. Mm. Why do I need a fourth? Look at this. That gets me on the plane. You're all, I have K1 racing license. K1 <laughs> speed. I have K1 ointment jelly in my bag, but not a lot. Just enough to get me through. <laughs> Mandalorian season three is coming. It is coming. Pedro Pascal's in that too, Did right? Did you see the uh, trailer during uh, Monday Night Football last oh, week? Oh, yeah. It's good. Pumped. Okay. What? F. Mary Kill. Mandalorian. Mm. Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the seasons. Oh, the seasons? Yeah, like the show. Yeah, okay. Mandalorian show. Boba Fett show. Uh, what's the third? Andor. Andor. Okay. F. Mary Kill. Star Wars shows. Go. <laughs> Fuck Boba Fett. That show sucked. Dude, I loved that show. Of okay, but you did. that's your. This marry. Is your I'm gonna marry Mandalorian. Okay. Oh wait, no. I'm gonna kill Boba Fett. Dude. I'm gonna fuck Andor, <laughs> and I'm gonna marry Boba Fett. Yeah, you are. I mean, uh, marry Mandalorian. I'm gonna marry Mando. I'm gonna f Boba. I'm gonna kill Andor because I never watched it. Um, you didn't. You still haven't watched Mandalorian. I mean, if uh, Andor. No. Why? Dude, I just started watching Last of Us. But it's it's on par with like Last of Us. It's I like thought you said it, you good. said it was boring. I didn't. And say that. And then you you said it was boring at the start. I said it's a and sl- then the next show I we had you s- said is the best. I said it's a slow burn okay, to get well, going, get but now you can just it. drop into the whole season. Okay, I'll tell you what. What? Next time I go on a trip, I'm gonna watch okay. the whole season. Right. Uh, there's been some. We're we're deep in nerd news here. There's been some concerning news coming out of the Eminem camp. So. I guess I, I don't understand this. So, uh, you know, M and M had these. They have uh, characters. They're M and M's. They're big though, and they have faces, and they talk, and some of them wear high heels. Mm-hmm. And it's too much for me. I, you know, I, I you get aroused. Have, you... I can't drive. I can't think. <laughs> I just I lock myself in the bathroom, and I think of these M and M's with their high heels and their sexy legs, and I can't stand it. I've written many letters to Eminem's parent company, Mars. They listened. They're canceling the Eminem characters. They're too sexy. They're causing too much, uh, you know. Uncomfortability? Derision. What? Division? Diversion? It's it's divisive. Oh. When you have candy with hot legs and high heels, you know, a lot of people, be it, you know, Religious people, uh, you know, people from both sides of the party, they're getting hard-ons. They can't work. What the fuck is wrong with us? They they cannot see an M&M in high heels. We I, tried to make these. We tried to put the M&Ms in flat, flat shoes. Didn't work. We took the high heels away. The boners kept coming. Mm-hmm. These are, these are you know, too sexy. You know, they say that the green M&Ms make you horny. Well, they're that. That's next on the list. To cancel, cancel all M and M's. Cancel them. Cancel M and M's in high heels. What about Cal- America? Can't take how did, it. How did you feel about the California raisins? Super horny. Why? <laughs> why do you think we don't see them anymore? 
They're singing. They're dancing. They're getting me aroused. <laughs> I can't take it. M&Ms are canceled. Raisins got canceled a long time ago. What's next? You know? Ronald McDonald. What are you going to... You going to put dicks on Skittles? Wow. Dick Skittles. Canceled. Canceled. Cancel culture. They're coming for you, gummy bears. I'm they're gonna, they're yeah. coming. Next time you tickle a sack of M&Ms, just know... I'd be way more worried about ring pops. That shit's a Dude, butt plug. Yeah, that you suck on. <laughs> Think about that. Cancel those. Um, did you, you, you ever know s- what? Lollipops in general. I don't want my kids sucking on things. Canceled. Do you ever see Tron? Canceled. <laughs> <laughs> did you know, like, when you call like Tron <laughs> is like, like the kids use the word Tron these days as like an insult to each other. Dude, you're just Tron. What? It's like a nerd. You just call someone a Tron. Tron's the coolest thing ever. If somebody called me Tron, I'd be so high. And Baby Tron is a great rapper. What up, Tron? All Trons are awesome. Troned out over here. Tron Three is coming, starring Jared Leto. What do you think? What are your thoughts on Jared Leto? Should we cancel him too? Yeah. With the M and M's. Totally. Jared Leto with your cute cute face. He was the he was the 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 silly Joker that didn't get much screen time in Suicide Squad. Yeah, the tatted up Joker. He you was know, also in my Blade favorite, Runner my favorite 2025. Jared Leto is uh, Requiem for a Dream Jared Leto. Oh, with the sore in his arm? <laughs> Dude, with that arm sore? Canceled. Cancel that. <laughs> sexy. Straight away. Too sexy. You got a hole in your arm? Now I'm thinking about sex. Put him in the M&M pile. Canceled. Questions are brought to us by at Pure Prescriptions. They make things that make you feel better. Let's questions are canceled. get to our questions straight away. Um, <laughs> what, what, what else are we going to do? <laughs> what else is there to do? Okay, I've got some to start. Okay. I've got one here from Mitchell Salazar, the homie. Mitch oh, Tales. Mitch. At Mitch Tales. Fellow WSL commentator. All around awesome guy. Goofy footer. Can Kelly break his record of becoming the oldest CT champion again this year? Absolutely yes. I wouldn't be surprised if Kelly won pipe again. I wouldn't be surprised if Kelly placed high in Tahiti, Portugal. Why not? Kelly's, Kelly is going to win or final in one event this year for sure. Great question, Mitchell. Easily. Smart guy. Here's a question. This is from John Veter. John says... Oh, these are for me. These questions are for me. All right. Thanks, a, John. I thought we were friends. What now is the earliest you've ever gotten in line for first upload on a POW day? Mm. And what is the longest you've waited for a chair to open? And was it worth the he wait? He must not know you because Todd doesn't wait for anything. Um, the longest or the earliest I've ever gotten in line is probably here in Southern California. Mountain High. No, not Mountain High. It's that other mountain that we go to that oh, we don't talk that, about. Oh, that one shall not be that named. That one that shall not be named on those on those very rare powder days, and you have to get up there. And usually we're in the lot by six thirty, so yeah. you're in. Lifts don't usually open till I mean till we help them. I dig, was dig I was them there out. with you, and we waited two hours. Yeah, yeah. in in line to get yeah. go up. So yeah, two hours before. Um, What's the longest you've heard of somebody camping out in a lift line overnight? Like sleeping in the snow. Yeah. So I saw on, I don't know if it was slush or the bomb hole, but they said, do you accept when somebody gets there early? Mm-hmm. This is a good question for you, John Beater, too. I don't know if you've done this or not. Somebody gets there, they Le- stick their board in the snow in yeah. the front line, lift line. Yeah. And that's a placeholder? Is that fair? I don't, you know, 
I think you, it's fair if you outsmart the rest of the can field. Can you hold my spot? I had to hold uh, spots for four kids. I don't know. I get. I mean, I'm I'm not going to be that. I mean, maybe I'll bitch about it, but I'm not going to like. I'm going to snowboard. I'm going to snowboard for four hours. I'm not going to wait in that long of lines. I want to get there on time. I just get cold easy, so the idea of waiting for hours and hours okay. in the snow. All right, I feel you. Thanks for that question, John's our our John's a kind of our resident reporter. In uh, Whistler. in Whistler, yeah. and he scores pow on the damn daily. Mm-hmm. Guy's a pow hound. I got a question from Adam at Sark. Okay, what are some tips on how to teach your kids to snowboard? Don't do it. Let yeah, someone get else somebody teach else them. to do it. <laughs> That's the biggest tip. Hell no. You are the worst teacher for your kid. No matter what. No matter what. They hate you. They don't listen to you. And it's wet. And they'll they, listen they to some like dipshit teenager on the mountain. Yeah. Way more than they'll listen totally. to. Totally. Here's a question from Brave Hold. It's a uh, salon or salon? A barbershop, barbershop here yeah. in Encinitas. It's like a speakeasy barbershop. Speakeasy barber. Yeah. Uh, regarding The Last of Us. Oh. Do you think that Lost Boy, the kid that we saw in the first episode, was also like Ellie and was immune? Wait, what Lost Boy? Remember in the first episode, the kid stumbles up to the Boston quarantine zone? Oh, I thought that was Ellie. No. Okay. Because he was positive, but he wasn't sick. I don't think so. I think that was just kind of like to give us an idea of how freaking brutal it was. Like, if you're positive, they shoot you and they throw you on, on a fire. Burning, burning pile. You know what I, I liked about, um, just to dip into a little bit of more The Last of Us. Thank you for that question. Mm, that's good. That's where I get my hair cut and I'll be there next week. Um, I like that. You know, to me, like The Walking Dead was amazing at first. Is somebody stealing your car? <laughs> kind of sounded like my car. It kind of sounds like. It. Sorry, Todd's car is getting stolen, but he's so dedicated to the show, he's staying. Um, I liked that the pace of The Walking Dead with just c- the constant hordes of zombies, it's just like, give me a break. Yeah. What I love about The Last of Us is when they're walking around the city, and sorry it's if this quiet. is a spoiler alert, just it's like, just like, it's a. It's a little more realistic, and also um, in terms of zombie hordes. And also, I mean, that's it's Boston. And when they right. when they showed when they showed them looking down on the when the sunlight was coming through and they yeah. were kind of rolling, that's Faneuil Hall in Boston. Like one, it's a yeah. very famous like tourist location. Yeah. So they're doing they're you know they're recreating like real spots in Boston. Yeah. So I thought that was freaking and I love awesome. that in the Indonesian part. They said, "What do we do?" And she just said, "Bomb, bomb the whole town. Yeah. It's over." And they bombed yeah. a lot of major cities. I mean, this documentary, The Last of Us, is just yeah, incredible. It's, I can't. It's one believe of the best documentaries real. I've seen um, in a long time. What else? So, Hannah Lee says, "What movie, TV show, video game has the scariest zombies?" So, we know that there's a lot the of scary scariest? zombies out there. I'm going to say the scariest zombies as a whole. Mm. Um, World War Z. 28 days later. 28 days later. I remember that was the first time that anyone introduced fast zombies. Oh, That's okay. when fast zombies showed up. I'm, I guess I'm thinking of more like the scariest horde because in, in World War Z, the horde comes up and they climb on themselves and basically they can get over any wall. They can get into a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think individually, I mean, the clickers in Last of Us are pretty damn scary. They're fucking great, dude. Yeah, great. If you like zombies, you're great. Hanalee, thanks for that question. 
Oh, I got a question from what is Joe it? Bauer, a.k.a. Joey B. How you doing? Joe B. Joe B. Hello, my name is Joey B. Longtime listener, first time Instagram question asker. This is for Todd and Chris. In your seven or eight decades of being in action sports, hey, um, <laughs> what's the most memorable contest you have commentated for Todd, snowboarding, Chris, surf? Also, be rad to hear the stories. How much money do we have to raise for Chris to get a Monday Mass face tattoo? Okay, that's all. Be well. Eat Parmesan. How you doing? Bye. Joey B is an absolute legend. I will start, and I guess I'm just I'm gonna say my most. I would, I'm gonna say commentating the Eddie in 2016 was probably the most memorable, you know, uh, event, one day event that I commentated. Um, doing the ring ceremony at the first ever surfing Olympics was pretty damn memorable. Um, in recent memory, the um, I mean, announcing pipe last year was pretty sick with Kelly winning. That was, I mean, that's probably. I'll say the Eddie would the Eddie. I'm just gonna say the Eddie 2016. What about you? Um, Nagano. No, announcing. I don't know. I'm just throwing shit out there. I mean, how you doing? I, I think probably the most memorable for me would be um, would be the last Olympics. I thought you were gonna say the show today. We're this, doing this right show. now. No, the last, last Olympics. Last Olympics. Yeah. The last Olympics. Canceled. It's canceled. Uh, Chinatown is a dual genre restaurant here in Encinitas. And they've got hats. And they've got boxes for us. And I think it's pretty amazing that recently the news came out that Emily Ratajkowski and Jonah How do you say Hill. Her name? Emily Ratajkowski. And Jonah Hill, two A-list Hollywood celebrities, banded together mm -hmm. to save the only, well, one of the only dual genre restaurants in Encinitas. They're also, going into 2023, will be one of the major uh, contributors to our podcast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Chinatown. We're going to come pick up those hats. Um, what else do we got? Do you have any other questions? Are you on the Monday Mass Instagram? I just went through it. I had questions. I we told did. you. We had enough. We had. Got, we've had enough questions. Yeah, you've got questions. We've got answers. That was a great show. It was a good show. Do your homework. Watch The Last of Us. And I if mean, anyone works like, for Kuro, please hit me. I want to try your boards. I'm going to start reviewing all kinds of shit. Okay. Chris has got this will you give surf me a, machine bullshit. I'm going to do... Will you give me a review Richard's, on just my friendship? Richard's, <laughs> Richard's reviews. Um, let me review. You know... Chris is a pretty Chris, good friend. Chris's, Chris's friendship, you know, it's... He does call and text a lot. It's a lot. The flex... Might be a little much. Chris's friendship flex pattern is pretty soft. He is... Kind of dependable. It's not the until best. Until you really need him, and then he's it's gone. Not, it's not the best friendship. He's a decent friend. It's a decent friend. All right. You guys, Todd, give me your friendship <laughs> review next week. Okay. All and right. we'll be back next week. And hopefully the audio quality on our might, live stream Might not be. Might not be good at all. We got a new light. You want to look at We got a new light. This is called a halo light. They use these in podcasting. We're working our way up. We're really doing it.